bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Yes, 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 and yes. Happy New Year to y'all. We got a tap today. Church is in session. It's the Culinary Church, and it's from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker. Hey-o. Last, 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 last chance kitchen. (laughs) 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 The very last chance. Right here. Uh, this is what your life's become. Good. Because we're in a community of people that love each other, love what we do. <laughs> I'm trying to find out what happened. Little Rich, uh, you're, you're in the co-host seat tonight. Man, we got a full show. I mean, this is jam-packed tonight. We got to run pretty tight even. Next time I ask Brother Lux for some guest suggestions, <laughs> just know he, he's going to come strong. Tonight's he, show. He, he brought a half of Colorado Springs here tonight. Yeah. It is very Colorado Springs focused tonight. Yeah, the good half. Colorado <laughs> Springs is here. Look at this is so cool. Philip Raleigh in the house. Michael Myers from 291. We're meeting some new friends. Tina Lux here as well. Colorado Chefs Association strong in the house tonight. Yeah, they've Huge got some good news. Yeah, next segment. We'll catch up with Colleen Ferreira. Chef J.P. Krause, the president of the Colorado Chefs Association. Joan Brewster on the phone. And uh, an, annou- an announcement is coming. A big one. The future is here. Yes, it is right. The future is now. The time is now. Is that what it is? I don't know. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good, yeah. Eminem checks here. we got the Youngbloods. Uh, Chef Cheeto, he's uh, kind of doing a little bit of prep work for Brother yeah. Luck tonight. Yeah, and Jeff Jabot is jumping on the other side of the table. He was cooking last, last week, week, and now he he's here. He gets to sit back and enjoy. DJ Street Boy hanging out with <laughs> Cheeto with us tonight. Here's the show, Brother Luck. He'll be on at 6.30 again, 6.15. Colleen Ferreira, uh, J.P. Krause, and Joan Brewster from the Colorado Chefs Association. Uh, 6.45, Brother Luck will stick around with us for half an hour on the air, and we'll go into In the Kitchen, and truly In the Kitchen from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. We are live on Facebook. I always like to say that. If you're in the shot of our voice and you want to see all the action here at Studio Kitchen, Colorado, um, all you have to do is go to the Modern Eater Facebook page, and there we are doing our thing. So I'm going to share that to my Facebook page at the same time. Here's a cool one. So uh, Blake DeHuff, we met uh, Blake a little while back. I think we were down at 4, 4 by Brother Luck, uh, and met the uh, Blake from Rocky Mountain Organic Farms. Mm-hmm. Cool guy. Really yeah. cool guy. And, and the stuff that he's doing in the Black Forest, man. Woo. And uh, the pork that's in uh, Chef's menu tonight is from uh, Rocky Mountain Organic Farm. So I'm looking forward to tasting that. All right, brother, let me see if I can do this right. So um, Hiromi's here with us, right? All right, I did that okay, I think. And then that's uh, Soku In Booty. <laughs> I can't. Oh, man. <laughs> So that's another uh, name I'll destroy, but that means fatty yellowtail. Is that correct, brother? Fatty yellowtail? Yes. No, Mm -hmm. you don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, 730, Josh Mader, owner and head brewer, Fossil Craft Beer Co. You may not have heard of them yet, but we're going to do a great job of finding out their story. And then 745, this is a good one. Stick around next hour at 745, booze in the news, all the booze news you can use with Michael Myers. And Philip Raleigh from Distillery 291. Never a dull moment. 
Brandon Camp here with us, taking care of everybody tonight. Brandon. Host extraordinaire. That's right. Um, what else? So, Last Chance Kitchen, Richie, I don't know whether you watch um, Bravo's Top Chef, but season 16 is going right now. And it's a new season, but they always throw a few, um, I don't know, cur- curveballs mm-hmm. into the equation. Mm-hmm. Well, brother kind of, he made a, a living last year on being in Last Chance Kitchen. And then the last episode of where it came down to who's going back onto the show, uh, brother was defeated by uh, Joe. Was it Joe? Uh, which Joe was it, brother? Which Joe was it last year? Big Joe Flam. So Joe Flam, he got back on the show last year, didn't end up winning. I'd lo- I wanted to see brother make a return visit. But this year, they decided to saddle up Last Ch- Chance Kitchen, and they invited Carrie Baird and Brother Luck back in to battle the contestants on season 16 that would go in the last chance kitchen after they were eliminated to have a shot of getting back onto the show. Oh. So brother and Carrie were going at it for a few weeks and they took down a few suckers in that kitchen. And uh, Carrie got eliminated a couple of weeks ago. Brother continues on. This is what I love and I hate it, but this last week I was catching up on my last chance kitchen and uh, it was down to brother yuck. Uh, <laughs> Brother, Brother, Yuck, Brother Luck and, and a, another young lady, and um, I think I think Brother's going to get back on the show next week, but I'm not sure. It'll be heartbreaking. Well, he's got the talent. He's got me. the personality. I mean, he's got the passion, yeah. the fire. He's got all that, all that you want. Bravo wants yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Brother Luck back it's, on. Little Rich, it's funny to watch uh, Greg and Brother talk because Greg constantly tries to get information out of him, you know, and he'll ask little questions, and Brother's like, ah, nothing. Nothing. You're not, you're not getting anything, but Greg, and Greg tries to be sneaky, so he'll try a little around-the-corner question, and Brother's like, hey, man, you know, I know what you're doing. Come on. It's pretty fun. It could be another career maybe in CIA or something like that. Brother's used to holding that information. I try and just check out from his demeanor. You know, in was it Goodfellas where you don't buy anything new because the prize on uh, <laughs> Top Chef is $125,000. So I'm looking to see if he's bought anything new. Does he have a new fur coat that a he's pink wearing? pink Cadillac for, for Tina or something like that. He's, he's rocking a new hairstyle. That might be, um, you know, his way of showing that he won. No, uh, you, you know what scared me today, Greg, is you guys sent me to go get some uh, last-minute groceries. Yep. For brother, you went to the Asian and, market, and and I don't know, I didn't know one of the things that were on the list. And you know how I don't like to shop, so I was terrified because it's not like I'm just getting stuff for home. I mean, I'm getting it for one of the top, truly one of the top chefs in the country yeah. right now. How'd you do? Uh, we're gonna find out, I guess. Brother said I did okay, but he might have been just being kind to me. He is a nice guy. Uh, I'm trying to share this Facebook post, and again. Um, check out the Modern Eater Facebook page. And then themoderneater.com. There's a lot of great articles in the past podcasts. You can check those out, too. But live now, and this will go right to my personal Facebook page for all of my friends and family, you I know, think. If people were to go back and watch some of the past episodes, it's amazing also, this show, how educational it is. I mean, if you, watch, uh, if you were to religiously watch this show for two to three months... That's probably equal to a year of trying to go to different uh, a food show or trying to go meet these people. That's a good Bet- point. Between you know the ACF and, and what we're doing here, that's a way to really supercharge your career, supercharge your contacts, and your knowledge of what is out there. That's right. I mean, truly, what we try to do is just get the best people together within our community and, and give them a voice. Yep. Tell the stories. Yep. And then people like Brother, he's so approachable. 
You know, I know there's probably people that are scared to death of the guy. He's a big dude. I certainly wouldn't want to piss him off. But he's very approachable. He is very approachable. He's a nice guy. Oh, he doesn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't want the secret <laughs> to be out. Let's do this. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get the uh, Colorado Chefs Association on. We've got all the good players involved with that. And I'm so excited for the future here. Uh, so Joan Brewster, who I call my spirit guide, is she lined up and ready to, uh, to go? Did you talk to her? Rock and roll. I talked to her. She's super excited. She's excited the brother's here. She's excited that Colleen's here, and we're going to have a little powwow. She'll nice. be on phone, but Colleen's here in the house, and so is Chef J.P. Krause. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. Again, Brother Luck at 6.30 right here on 6.30 KHOW, an iHeart radio station. In the meantime and in between time, We'll be right back in a flash, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Charlie, the brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. I want to tell you about something truly amazing. Belgium, a country the size of Maryland, is home to more than 600 amazing beers. And this May, you can be part of the greatest beer trip ever. We're taking a lucky group of beer lovers to Belgium for 10 incredible days. Airfare, luxury hotels, fabulous food, and lots and lots of great Belgian beers. You can visit breweries that are rarely open to the public, like Orval, Vesflater, and Cantillon, Chimay, Brasserie du Pont, and more than we can list here. You'll visit the cities of Brussels, Bruges, Ghent, Biersel, Popering, and the amazing Belgian countryside. This is the dream trip of a lifetime, and you can be part of it. Spaces are limited, and it's filling up fast. Call us today at 303-650-2337. That's 303-650-BEER, or go to our website, brewsbeers.com. I'll see you in Belgium. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you are listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. We need to get those updated. It's a new year, it's a new time, and things are great in Colorado. Let's get in there and record them. Live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, Greg Hollenbach, Little Rich here with me, co-hosting tonight, and uh, Jay Parker, the usual suspect. This is a fun segment right here because I've been looking forward to this for a while, Little Rich. Do we have my spirit guide on the phone? (laughs) Is Joan there? Where's Joan? Your spirit guide is always there. (laughs) She's here. (laughs) It's that voice in my head right there. I don't know if she's with us or if I just hear her. I hear her all the time in my head. She made everyone at, Joan, you made everyone at this table smile huge right now. You all make me smile. I'm always glad to join the modern eater, especially tonight. 
this is a this is a pretty big deal right here. So on the phone with us right here is uh, Joan Brewster. She is the executive director of the Colorado Chefs Association. And as we enter into a new era, uh, I have a couple of people I think you know. First of all, uh, welcome back to the Modern Eater Show. His name is Chef J.P. Krause, and he is the president of the Colorado Chefs Association. Welcome back, J.P. Thank you. I got uh, another year of presidency, and I, I can't wait. I'm super excited about 2019. Uh, I'm ready to go. Uh, you feel the buzz? I feel the buzz. I mean, next week we'll be at the Stock Show. Yeah. Uh, Colorado Beef Council is helping us out. I mean, we got the board meeting, and we're really looking good for 2019. We have a lot of strong educational content and a lot of really good future apprentices coming in next year. So I think we're in a good spot. I love it. I love it. Uh, the future is bright, and we've all need shades because <laughs> we're going to have some fun. Colleen Ferrer, welcome back to the Modern Eater Show. Thank you. Greg, JP, Little Rich, great to be here. Absolutely. Uh, Joan. And Joan. I, I, I want to, Joan, I want to do this. I want to have you take it away. This is, a, this is a big moment, and I'd like you to make an announcement. You are great, and I am, I am so thrilled to get to make this announcement. The Colorado Chefs Association is a very unique, special organization with a lot of talented chefs. It's growing every day. The creativity is just out of sight. And we have special partners like the Modern Eater. And when I decided it was time for me to step back and turn the reins over to a new person to take it to the next level, we knew it was going to take a special person to work with this group of chefs. And we have looked, we have done due diligence, and we have found to be the exact person that we wanted for this job. I am proud to hand the reins over to Colleen Sierra, our new Colorado executive director. Colleen, oh, wow. Colleen, Madam Director, <laughs> how are you, your royal eminence? Oh, oh that, that's a little too much, but thank you for that, this Joan. Joan, thank you for those kind words. And, you know, really, guys, Joan has built, Joan and her team yeah. have built this incredible organization. So there wouldn't be what we have today without all of you, JP, Joan, Monica, Violet, and the board, and all the chefs, and all the apprentices, too. So... I feel good stepping into such an incredible organization, and I feel very fortunate. Well, we're lucky to have someone with uh, strong, such strong credentials, great in front of public and speaking, and you know, really not afraid to help us get out there and get in front of the public. I think that's one thing that we've uh, kind of been struggling with as an organization is, is how do we let people know who we are? Everyone knows about the restaurants. People don't know the name of the guy behind the line, mm -hmm. right? We got to get them out there. We got to yes. showcase them, and we mm -hmm. need to find a way to really get them out there and showcase their talents. Something beyond just the restaurant they work for. Let yep. them speak for themselves. Well, yep. every chef has a story, right? And yeah. an incredible story, dynamic stuff going on there. And that's what my background is. My background is storytelling, reporting, and showcasing. And that's what I'm excited to do with all of you, JP, is being able to showcase what you do. It's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be hard because you guys do a lot of good work. Good, good. A lot of great people involved. Um, so from the Modern Eater, congratulations. Thank you, and thank you for your support. We are so excited. Um, back to my spirit guide, Joan. Yes. Joan, this, this, isn't, this isn't it. First of all, how long were you in the uh, position of the executive director? 26 years. 
Oh, my gosh. So just a cup of coffee is what you're saying, huh? So, Joan, you started when you were like 10. Yeah, I was. I was. I'm telling you, yep. uh, Joan, um, that's not it. Obviously, still working very closely. Uh, I'm sure you'll be a, a consigliere. A yes. Yes. Um, to the uh, Colorado Chefs Association and, and to help make that transition smooth with Miss mm-hmm. Colleen. Um, but you're moving on to some other things too, Joan. Um, I'm really, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm going to be working with the American Master Chef now, and uh, they have been a partner of the Colorado Chefs Association for some time. They're building their own organization, and so I get to work with them, and I'm very excited because I'll still be working with all of you. So it, it's a wonderful transition, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no one knows that partnership better than Little Rich. I mean, the Master Chefs out here is so huge for us, mm-hmm. and it's a very big part of the Colorado community, being able to showcase our talents across the country to the best chefs in the world. I mean, it is a huge part of what we do, and Little Rich does a great job every year making them feel welcome. Well, thank you, thank you. But, you know, it's, it's a great experience for them uh, to come s- see us, but more impor- I think probably equally important, maybe more, is the uh, for our chefs in our community to work side-by-side with these guys mm-hmm. because they influence them. We, were, we had a conversation about that just a couple weeks ago. Someone said, like, I was cooking one way, and they changed, they changed how I cook. Yep. And so Joan's going to be with us. Because we're working side by side with Miss Chef, so she can't leave. She will always, always be well, with us. Well, raise your hand if you miss Joan. Yeah, yeah, I don't uh, miss her. I talk to her every day. I know. <laughs> and even you know, Joan, I know you're there, and I know we've probably talked every second of every day over the past couple of days since I, I started. But we love you. We miss you. And thank you for your support and for building this to what it is. Absolutely. Co- Colleen, I can't wait to see what happens in the future. Never have I felt so good about someone taking over a position I've held. I know it's in good hands. I know your support system there is incredible. And and we were, we've all been talking about this. Do you know that right here in Colorado, we have the strongest Colorado chapter organization of chefs in the country. Right down the road in Colorado Springs is the home base of the American Master Chefs Order. And we have the Modern Eater promoting the culinary community. What a, what a great group. We're and very prou- fortunate. Yeah, proud to do it, Joan. Uh, you know I think the world of you. And, and uh, we have the conversations uh, as we s- uh, step, out, uh, step <laughs> off smartly into 2019 and truly having some great announcements at the beginning of the year and, and just knowing that this is, this is the year for all of us. Yeah. I mean, we don't, uh, being on an island doesn't help. High tides raise all ships. <laughs> um, the, the ships are looking good right now. They're primed and ready, and this is what we've trained for. Um, now there's one thing to say to Colleen. It's time to get to work. That's yeah. It's what's, time to go. I'm here. What's, your, what's your top priority That's going into 2019? I would say my top priority would be getting the community to understand our mission and falling in love with our mission. And I think through that, we're going to hook people in and show them what we do, show them who we are, and... Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be really excited to be a part of this. Yeah. 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 And for those listening, I mean, Violet and Colleen have been working on the President's Award dinner already. So February on President's Day. For February those listening, 18th. you know, let's, let's get that in the back of your mind. On President's Day, it's a Monday night. It's going to be at the Hyatt over in Aurora. Mm-hmm. But definitely think about how you can uh, join us and, and have a great night. Because it's going to be a huge night. 
and we're going to partner with the Maronator, we're going to partner with the Beef Council, mm -hmm. and it's going to be huge. And I know there's a lot of work that they're going to have to undertake to get that on, and we're really excited on what the President's Award dinner is really going to be. It'll be a celebration. It'll yeah. be a night that if you're in the culinary community, or even if you're not in the culinary community, you will want to be there to see what we have going on for this year, to get excited, to raise that glass of champagne and say, cheers. Let's yep. have a great year. Put yeah. it on your calendar now. February 18th, 6 to 9 p.m., Hyatt and Aurora. Yep. It's, it. it's going to be a blast. No <laughs> no cue cards needed. So. Um, no shortage of food or beverage either, <laughs> if I may plug that in. You have the chefs, guys. The Chefs Association That's is putting right. on yeah. a food event. you got to be there. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, people, products, uh, passion. It's really, I mean, those are the P's right there. So. I'm so glad you guys made it here tonight. I told I had the goose pimples going, Joan, when you were making that announcement. It's it's something I've been looking forward to for a while, and I'm just glad it all worked out. Right. Just glad it all we're, worked we're out. happy. Well, thank thank we you to Martinita for being such a huge support. We love it. And doesn't it feel good to work with people that you truly love? Yes, it, it does. does. <laughs> it does. Oh, man, Joan. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Keep that phone on. It might be midnight tonight when I give you a call. I'll, I'll call I'm calling you after the show, Joan. I'll be on standby. Bye, guys. That's Bye. right. Bye, Joan. Bye, Joan. Joan Brewster uh, truly, truly uh, personifies a class act. Um, she's not on the phone now, but I'm telling you, a different time and age, I would have taken a run at that woman. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> she's a great gal. Um, Colleen, the future is here. The future is here. It starts. It's already started. I love it. Got great president right here, Jeff yes. J.P. Krause. Yes. And, um, doing great things. Let's go get him. What do you say? Yeah, let's, let's go. See. All right, hands in. Hands in. Hands in. One, two, Hold three. Hold on, let me reach up. Jay, Jay, you got a hand in there? All right. All right. One, two, three, go team. Yes, go team. go team, man. That's good stuff. All right, Brother Lux in the house. You excited to see this? Oh, the man, the myth, the legend. He's here. He's cooking. It. Yeah, and he did a little private talk with my kids. Great, humble, humble guy. The we, kids we, were approachable, lit up. approachable, yeah. like we, I said. We love Brother Luck. We love everything he brings to the Colorado community. It's great to see him uh, on TV. But and yeah, talk about community. Yeah. This guy yeah. epitomizes helping the community, yeah. being a part of it. Selfless. So we're lucky to have yeah. him here tonight. He's got he, a, truly a role model, not just culinarily, but on how to how to graciously wear success. Mm -hmm. That he's got. Good human. Yep. Yeah. He's got a great story. <laughs> we're gonna come back. We're gonna get to the nitty gritty, and I'm gonna get out of him. Are you coming back on to Top Chef Season 16? <laughs> yes or no? I'll give him a, I'll give him a noogie or something. <laughs> Is he going to answer? He's going to he, He's going to do it. <laughs> All right, we're running up on 6.30 on 6.30 KHOW on iHeartRadio Station, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Without further ado, we'll break and come back. He's the man with the plan. His name is Brother Luck, and four by Brother Luck with a new venture, Lucky Dumpling. It's all in Colorado Springs, and you need to go enjoy it like we do. Okay, back in a flash from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search the Modern Eater or check out the website 
themoderneater.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow. How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options, and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to TheModernEater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake in some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. I couldn't be happier than I am tonight, truly starting 2019 the way it should be. And uh, our great sponsors, we have great, and we have to welcome a new sponsor, uh, Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil. We're so excited to team up with them. We've got some special announcement to make uh, when it comes to Colorado Mills, but welcome. And uh, thanks for being a proud supporter of the Modern Eater Show. It means the world to us. They're helping support our vision. They're joining our tribe and supporting us. It's solidified now. The longest running sponsor. um, Got to say goodbye to John Irvin and Gluten Free Things. He's uh, moving on with his business in other directions. So uh, thank you so much that John Irvin's done with Gluten Free Things. But Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, there they are. It's a great family-owned and operated business. What does A-Plus Beverage Solutions do? Well, they install the best tap systems that you could possibly ever imagine, and he does maintenance as well. Um, That's the guy that you want doing the job because you want an A-Plus on your report card when it comes to tap lines. So A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 20 years in the business, family man, puts together these great tap systems, and he makes the beer taste just like the brewer intended it to be poured. A delicious craft beer coming out of those lines. Uh, There's nothing worse than going into a place and seeing that inefficient beer poured. Big foam, temperatures off. It's just not a great way 
to um, serve beverages. No. Um, because you're wasting money. Foam is money. What are you doing if you're pouring foamy beer? You're pouring, pouring your, your money, money down, down the, the drain. drain. Don't pour your money down Don't. the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He'll do it right. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Justin Brunson, Old Major. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Saw Justin Brunson just, uh, I think last week he stopped on by with his new project, River Bear. River Bear is uh, making just delicious Colorado custom artesian um, sausage. And he's, he's the, he's he's a, got he's that a meat touch. guy. He he's got that, that touch. touch. Without further ado, it's exciting. It's a new year, and he's here in the kitchen. It's a Saturday night. Hard to get him away, but he had an anniversary yesterday. First of all, Chef Brother Luck, good to have you back on the Modern Eater Show. Oh, man, I'm honored. I'm honored. I was wondering when you guys were finally going to invite me to this new beautiful kitchen. Stop it. (laughs) The uh, schedule's matched up. You had an anniversary yesterday. Congratulations. You and your lovely wife, Tina, celebrating and staying at the Hyatt. Yeah, yeah, love Hyatt. 16 years. She still likes me. 16 years. <laughs> you guys are a great couple. I always wonder, you know, behind the scenes, how does that work out? But it's not easy putting 16 together in a, yeah. in a string, right? Everything's built on friendship, you know? We, we know each other. I think that's the best part. There's yeah. a lot of trust. She's taught me stuff. <laughs> when we when we went to have dinner at the sushi restaurant yeah. after the Colorado Restaurant Association, she was teaching me a thing about mums, member members utilizing member services, hey, we and we practice other. what we preach. Thank you for that, team. I mean, think about it this way: you know, tonight you guys asked me to come up here and, and, and showcase not only what we do in Colorado Springs, but look at the vendors we have. We have a lot of Colorado Springs vendors members. Um, these are, you know, 291 and, and Fossil and Rocky Mountain Organic. I mean, these are people that I work with on a daily basis. Um, and we've always said that. If one of us make it, we all make it. Yep. yep. So let's 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 restore the community. Let's showcase that. Let's really build that up. Yeah. Brother's one of those guys that gets it. You know, he gets yep. it. We've got a lot of ground to cover, but you talk about friendship and how you build a marriage off of that. But you also build businesses off of that, don't you? Hey, you know, I mean, I, I think everything's about relationships and um, you know, everybody in this room I've had a, I've had a relationship with um, throughout my career, and, and, and now, you know, it's just it's amazing to be able to, to work with them as, as a business owner. Um, it's, it's crazy. And cultivating youth is important to you as well. For sure. You know, if we don't invest in our community, we don't, we don't build up the next generation, we're not good mentors, then, you know, what are we doing? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, someone helped us. Yeah. If so don't be stubborn. If you're talented or, or you know, you're abundant in, in either wealth or knowledge, there's an obligation. There's yeah. An obligation to, because what does it do just in your pocket, you know? Mm-hmm. If you hang on to it and you covet it and you hang on to it, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't help anybody and it doesn't help yourself. Exactly. Exactly. You so, got to develop it. People, they want to know. Last chance kitchen. Oh Last man. Last chance kitchen. Here you are. It's season 16. Who'd have thunk it? Oh, <laughs> not me. <laughs> Back at it again. So, you know, quick. Um, review last season uh-huh. se- season 15 you and carrie yep top chef uh-huh. she went longer but i think you had more play time i hey. mean you were going through last chance kitchen just taking no prisoners you know what i mean i i think the beauty is is last chance kitchen is their spin-off web series and it has twice as many viewers as the regular show so you know i knew that going into it and if i got kicked off that was my plan so i went in there and tried to dominate and 
I was very fortunate to, to, to win, you know, five rounds. And mm-hmm. that sixth round, I just, Big Joe got me. He did get you. You know, you were but the boogeyman, man. I, I still am the boogeyman, <laughs> you know. I've got, I've got the record for the most Top Chef uh, Last Chance Kitchens. And, uh, you know, the, the cool thing, and, and, and I, always, I always think back to this, is, is Big Joe's the guy who won the show. Yeah. So I lost to the guy who won. I'm, you know, if you're going to lose, at least I <laughs> yeah. lost to the guy who won. For sure. Yeah. You know, in my head, I got second. But that's not good enough, you know. <laughs> I'm going back. You, so. You've never been a second kind of guy. You know, I, I just don't quit. I yeah. don't quit. You know, I, I, I think that's been the, the best part is my story is, is big about perseverance. And um, Last Chance Kit- Kitchen's given me the opportunity to, to showcase that. When you, when you talk about Bravo and Top Chef, what big productions that they are in Last Chance Kitchen. So this season, how'd you end up on season 16 oh, man, battling got, for a spot back in? You know, I, I got that phone call, and uh, that was a tough decision. We... Uh, Went out to Kentucky, started filming, and, you know, it, there was one thing I walked into the show was you don't have to win every round in top in, in Last Chance Kitchen. It's not about that. All you got to do is survive and win the last one. And I had that backwards last year. So um, that's kind of my goal for this year, and hopefully it was what I can showcase is, uh, you know, I had that strategy right. So it must well, feel good this year to, you know, last year you, you came into that barrier and you... You know, you got knocked off by Joe and, and kind of stopped short, but it must be so fulfilling this year you finally got back on the TV show. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get back on the TV show. I haven't made it back yet. We'll see you on Thursday. Nice try. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was amazing just to get the opportunity to go back and, um, you know, compete against some of the new cast members. And I've always I've always wanted to, to measure myself against those chefs because I think, Oh, Top Chef is a, is, a, is, is, a, is a highlight in our industry. I mean, a lot of chefs mm-hmm. measure themselves against those chefs. So yeah. uh, to go in there and, and constantly compete and be a personality and, and, and stand out is, is an honor. So I'm, I'm just stoked to be a part of it. You know, it's interesting. Uh, first of all, I'm, I'm honored to call you my friend. Um, whether you accept it or not, I'm, <laughs> I'm there. But truly honored to call you. And I've had an opportunity to spend some downtime with you, you know, hang out with you and your wife and uh-huh. go eat some food and break bread and just talk, you know, just talk. But truly, brother, what I think is interesting is to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're kind of the same guy in person as you are on a set. Is, is, I ain't is never that a, change. Yeah. Not me. You know what I mean? And, and, and that was my thing going into, into TV was, you know, with Food Network, with Bobby Flay, with Chopped, um, and then with Top Chef was, I'm always going to be me. And, and, and I think that's the important thing is whether you accept it or, or you like it or you dislike it, I mean, I ain't going to change who I am. My values are my values. I'm, I'm always good in my community. I know the people that are around me are the ones that love me and support me, and that's who I take at face value. Yeah, it's interesting. As we we kind of went on a field trip yesterday. Had some. Um, that was awesome. Yeah, had some dumplings, and then we went up to Sugar Fire and had um, some delicious barbecue, and just chatted more. And we talked about Top Chef, and it kind of is is what it is. Um, it's a big production. I yeah. mean, they take that serious, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, and it's, it's television. It's entertainment. Yeah. I, I think there's a big difference between you know competing on a on a TV show with with cameras everywhere versus cooking in my restaurant every day. That you know, it takes me three, four days to get a dish right. It takes me a week to get a dish right. Two weeks to get a dish right. I'm cooking in 20 minutes, and and on the fly like that, you know, you got to make things happen. So that time is legit. When you watch those shows, there's no break. That's real. And when they say you're done, you're done, right? You're done. Hands up. <laughs> yeah. Pack your knives and go. Back to Last Chance Kitchen, and then 
win a whole bunch of rounds. What did they say to you when you got back on the show? Get your knives and get back in there? <laughs> I haven't been back so, on the show yet. I get so nervous when yeah, you nice. do that. You know, I don't know why. Jay Parker Jill. here. I get nervous that, that when Greg does that, the brother's going to slip and he's going to say something. And then I have to, like, clean up the pieces, which means oh, he'll, he'll cover it. Yeah. Oh, he'll cover it. You know, it's, 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 like terrifying. Like, it's like what I told Tom Felico. You know, what am I, a rookie? Like, come on, Jeff. That's right. You ain't going to catch me. So we'll find out next Thursday. <laughs> next Thursday uh, on Bravo. Uh, it's down to the to the final round. I'm competing with uh, one of the the contestants, Nini, and uh, her and I had to do a three course battle uh, mini restaurant wars yeah. in Last Chance Kitchen. So um, they threw a curveball. I expected to have to do that round by myself. Yeah, other other chefs returning. And the whole cast walked in and helped us out. So that was a uh, that was pretty awesome. Did you like it that way, or did you want to have your fate in your I, own hands? I, you know, I was a little concerned because you know they they've obviously I'm sure they watched the show last season and. Uh, any of these chefs could have sabotaged me. So mm-hmm. that constant thought is going through your head. Like, I don't know these guys. This isn't my yeah. crew. So I was on even more. And you see that stoic look. It's for a reason. Like, I'm here to be the boss. I'm not your friend. I, like, listen, let's go. You are not in charge right now. This is my fate. Yeah. So I need you to pack it up and, yeah. and move. I love the line that he gave out. He said that when he when he's given directions on what he'd like to do, he said, I'll learn your name once, for, once I win. <laughs> <laughs> what a line that was. Hey, you because know, I'm... It, it's not cockiness if you can actually do it. Yep, absolutely. And, and, and I think that's real talk. I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm very confident, but at the same time, like, humble yourself. Yeah. Uh, next Thursday night, I think it's uh, 7, 8 Central. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to watch it. Uh, I'm Man, I'll cry. I can't take this. <laughs> I, if you don't get back on, brother. You know, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm just, you know, I'm going to be hiding in a hole praying <laughs> last year i was sure there was a conspiracy because when he he went to he went to um italy with his wife for his his uh, anniversary last year mm-hmm. and it was timed out perfect to where that's when he made the exit off of top chef i was like man what's up with <laughs> you were calling man? me out you were like you won i know you won why are you in italy right now <laughs> I thought for sure. I mean, really, truly, you're a strong competitor, and I'm sure there's a little bit of that. I know you, so you're close to my heart, and I follow it and watch it that much more. Um, but you look at Top Chef, and I love seeing these chefs come up in the ranks. You know, what, is, what does that TV type of thing do for you? Do you like it? Do you like the spotlight? You know, I, 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 I think it's fun. Um, I think it's a, it's a great opportunity, but it, it's really about getting a platform and then being able to get back. And, and it's not about having that platform and getting the celebrity status. It's what are you doing with that platform? Yeah. And that's what I constantly think about is, um, you know, am I, am I being impactful? And, and that's my constant thought process with these opportunities is, you know, use them right. Well, great question. Are you being impactful? I think so. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I know so. <laughs> His name's Chef Brother Luck. He's in Studio Kitchen, Colorado tonight. He's got uh, a couple of projects going on right now, and I really want to cover it because I, I, I think it's fantastic. Um, cook. So if I could just describe to you, and if you're on Facebook Live, you can see it right now, but Brother doing a seamless interview and uh, working away right now. What are you working on, Brother? Uh, right now I'm rolling out some dumplings. So uh, we're making pot stickers. So we're just rolling these skins out, um, keeping it a little bit thicker in the center. And then as we take this filling, this is a this is a beautiful pork and shrimp mixture. The pork is from Blake over at Rocky Mountain Organic Farms. Uh, so he's brought, brought us this, this absolutely gorgeous um, 75% mangalista, 25% duroc that he raises on his farm. Um, so we're making some uh, some pasta stickers with that. Cheetos rolling some some spring rolls because you said we had to have spring rolls. 
I wanted yeah. some egg rolls. Yeah, yeah. So we made sure that, you know, hey, that's just, happening. Just so you know, the shrimp is local, too. I ran over to Sloan's Lake. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, Rich. Uh, this is fun. New projects coming up. We want to cover those. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we call it In the Kitchen, and he truly is. He's in Studio Kitchen Colorado with us tonight. All's well in the world. We'll take a break. We'll come right back in a flash. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com And remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, Colorado. This is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. I'll be back at it. Starting out 2019 in the right way. Chef Brother Luck in the kitchen. Live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. What up, what up? Live on Facebook as well. Your social media game is pretty strong there. Brother. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless I have my hands in the. <laughs> you got a little help too, don't you? I mean, you're documenting a lot of your life. Yeah, man. Dana Keith is is absolutely one of the most amazing people in my world. Um, you know, we got a special relationship. He's my videographer. Um, we're working on a documentary. We're working on podcasts. I mean, we've we've got a lot of stuff going on right now that we're just we've got content. You know, he's he's traveling with me. He's getting to see a lot of the the cool shit. Cool stuff we do, and uh, it was a good catch, right? <laughs> cool. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, when when we talk about projects and four by brother luck in Colorado Springs, what's the address, sir? 
Uh, four by Brother Luck is located in downtown Colorado Springs, 321 Norte. It's pretty easy. 321 to go C4. So, you know, <laughs> can't beat that. And then, uh, yeah, we're getting ready to announce our new restaurant. Um, hopefully open it up in March, which is one of the reasons why we're making dumplings. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You haven't talked much about it, and that is the tie-in uh, of the dumplings. But um, you mind if we make that announcement right now yeah, of yeah, your yeah. project that you have coming up? I'm officially doing a new restaurant. Uh, it's going to be called Lucky Dumpling, and uh, it's going to be located at 26 South Wasatch in downtown Colorado Springs as well. Um, we're knee-deep in the renovation right now. And, uh, you know, the storyline behind it is when I, when I was working on my book, I was, I was kind of traveling back, like, what's my first food memory? And the first food memory I have is eating pot stickers with my father in Chinatown. It's the first thing I can remember eating. Um, with Mandingo? <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> and uh, see, so you caught me on my game. And then, uh, you know, I just, I've always had a love for, for dumplings. It was the first thing that I learned how to make when I went to culinary school. I worked for a master Chinese chef, and I asked him to teach me how to make dumplings. So um, that, was, that was always my thing. And then as I got to travel through Shanghai and Hong Kong, it's, it's all I wanted to eat was, was different types of dim sum. So, you know, I have, I have a very strong passion for it, but I also want to put some modern spins on, 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 on the approach. I don't want it to be traditional because, you know, I'm not Chinese. So <laughs> we don't want to we yeah. don't want to try to cook a, a traditional Chinese, but we respect the tradition, we respect the history, we respect the culture um, and the craft. And, and your journey along the way, I mean, a, truly a passion project for you. Yeah, I've been wanting to do this for a while. Um, it's just, it, it all just kind of happened all at once and, and it made sense. And, you know, the special part is, is the location that we're going to is where I started my restaurant five years ago. So I'm getting to go back into the very first location and fully renovate um, where I started. I mean, six years later. Full circle, right? Full circle. And then making the food that you got started with. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely special. Wow. The story, right? It's wow. a, you talk about stories and people's stories and and uh, watching you make these dumplings, right? I, it, now, is this a sample of what we may see on your menu? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be a little more, you know, different flavor profiles. This is more traditional. Mm -hmm. I didn't really want to showcase. Uh, I didn't want to hide anything. Um, I didn't want to hide Blake's pork. You know, it's gorgeous. So we really kept it simple. Uh, we've got some, some of those spring rolls over there that are showcasing all pork, and then these have shrimp and pork. So we're kind of keeping the flavor profile simple with ginger and garlic and a little bit of soy and, and black vinegar. But, uh, yeah. Rich is salivating watching you. <laughs> I know. I'm starving. You're hungry? I know. I'm starved. Some kinda, of the first ones we got to get over here. It's kind of like a tortilla, you know? It's like empanadas, <laughs> you know? Just... <laughs> hey, Greg, Jay Parker here. Before I forget, because it just popped yeah. into my head, can you ask, brother, or I'll ask him, because before we're done with him on the microphone, because yeah. he's going to go cook yeah. these dumplings and spring rolls, to do uh, give us a new studio kitchen endorsement from uh, Chef Brother Luck from Four by Brother Luck oh, and, and introducing yeah, just, Lucky Dumpling. He knows what you're talking about. Um, you, you heard that liner that we come in with saying uh, Brother Luck, Top Chef, Season 15. Let's get a new one going oh, there, yeah, brother. Yeah. We got and, more info, and, right? And throw uh, Studio Kitchen Colorado in there and then also um, throw in your new restaurant. Okay, okay. This is Chef Brother Luck from Top Chef Season 15, possibly Top Chef Season 16. <laughs> Owner of Four by Brother Luck, Lucky Dumpling in Colorado Springs, and you are rocking with the Studio Kitchen in Colorado. Make sure to tune in to the moderator. That's a pro. Yeah. Right there. One that's take. One take. That's good. That's one I am. Take. I just dab drop. I, I don't want to drop the mic, but you could drop the pin, the rolling pin. <laughs> good stuff. All right, make us look smart. We've got some great people that you do business with. I know yeah. 291. I know a good world's fair best. amount. 
I mean, these guys are one of the world's best. I know, and they're mavericks, man. They're Love doing it. things differently, and I always like to talk to them about that. Rocky Mountain Organic Farms, give me a good question. Oh, man. Um, what does he feed his pigs? Okay, good. I mean, he, he's, okay. he's so dedicated. You know, a fun, fun story also about 291. Uh, make sure to ask him, you know, I, I actually did a dinner in, in the distillery. Years and years ago. Did you really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Make sure to ask Mike and Phil about that one. In that the distillery. A, we threw down in the distillery. You know, I was scared I was going to set on something on fire with all that, all that, you know, white dog. Wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Michael's like a mad scientist Yo. with some of the stuff that he's put together. Yeah, we've had some late nights. I mean, Estes Park was crazy. Uh, Philip Raleigh's here <laughs> as well. Uh, so, Blake, what do you feed your pigs? All right, Hiromi. So help me with the name again. Uh, Shokuen. Shokuen, uh, I met two years ago when I was in Tokyo. Um, they actually took us to Sakichi Fish Market. I got to see their distribution plant. They raise uh, Japanese amberjack and they raise blowfish. You know, the deadly blowfish. Mm-hmm. If you eat it wrong, you're going to die. And uh, we got to do a blowfish tour. We got to do... Um, we got to do a tour of Skeezy Fish Market, and I was so impressed by their product. I mean, the fish is gorgeous, it's, it's sustainable. They raise it out there in the waters, on, in the ocean. I said, you need this in, in the United States. Can I be an ambassador for you? And next thing I knew, I was the first one in the States to have their fish flown into my restaurant. And uh, yeah, we've just, we've just, we've had a great relationship ever since. Got to make you proud. Oh, really wow. does. Yeah. What a International. Great... Yeah. International. Brother Lux International. Let me ask you this, Chef Jay Parker here. How do you know if you did the, the chef cut the blowfish wrong? I mean, besides the death part, you have to have a license. There, there is a license that comes with cutting the fish. You cutting that fish. So we actually worked with a master blowfish um, chef. I mean, he was he 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 had been like 92 years old. He was. I trust him. Yeah. I mean, he got that right. one hair that just kind of curls wow. around his ear. <laughs> yeah, he was solid. Wow. That blowfish is my mind. Do they? Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Do they? Uh, <laughs> do they farm blowfish? <laughs> do they? Ra- yeah. Do they yeah. raise them? They raise them out there. They yeah. do. Yeah. Wow. Because they're, you know they're rare to catch. You don't see yeah. them that often off the boats. Yeah. So they they farm right in the water. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're on time. We gotta. So, brother, do you have to get to behind here right yeah, now, gotta, or do you have we, a, We're going to feed anybody. I mean. Okay. All right. We're going to cook some <laughs> dumplings, but we'll bring him back with 291, because I think there's a special place in brother's heart with Always. 291. Brother Luck, thank you, man. Of course. Um, thanks for being here with us at Studio Kitchen Colorado. What do you think, Little Rich? We'll do some top-of-the-hour news? I, I, I think so. And we'll come back with Blake and uh, Rocky Mountain Organic Farms. That'll be next right here. It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweedy. Greg Hollenbeck, Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, and Little Rich Schneider. Brian's not here tonight. Gotta thank them all. It's great. Oh, he always, always hooks us up. Growers Organic is the uh, industry leader right here. I always say you're using Growers Organic. Uh, you're using the good stuff. Hey, Jared, pop that down just a little bit. Uh, so I think we got that, that song playing loud <laughs> in the background. All right, second hour right now begins. And uh, Blake DeHuff. Rocky Mountain Organic Farms, welcome back to the Modern Eater Show, my friend. Thank you. Glad to be here. Cool guy. I mean, just as nice as they come, 
truly believes, and I know last time we were at Four by Brother Luck, we had the opportunity to sit down and share a libation at a cool little speakeasy next door. Absolutely. And uh, just kind of talk, just, you know. And it amazed me of how many of my, you know, of, of my thought processes and philosophies towards not only food but the world and just the environment of which we live in that we share a lot of those commonalities, and I, I appreciate that. Oh, we sure do, yes. Um, let's start from the beginning, just like Allison with Wonderland. <laughs> uh, Rocky Mountain Organic Farms, nestled in the beautiful Black Forest, right? Yes, yes. We uh, decided to try to do something a little different, uh, try to get ahead of the game a little bit. There's a tremendous pork industry already in the United States here. Speak so. up a little bit, Blake. Sorry. No, that's all right. Uh, so we decided to focus on health and nutrition-based yeah. uh, pork and uh, create something that's a little different, a little better, hopefully uh, a little healthier and yeah. more nutritious uh, by pasture-raising the pork, feeding them nothing but organic whole grains sourced straight from farmers. So we uh, you know, do our part to help full circle yeah. everything. Um, you know what's interesting about that is folks would say that's non-conventional. Why isn't that conventional? It sure should be. Uh, you know, that's the kind of the backwards thing about uh, the industry. Yeah. And that's what we hope to, you know, educate. And uh, when we get fully developed here, set an example of uh, how it can really be done well and a lot healthier, a lot more humanely, um, and still get, you know, the same if not better results. Uh, you know, you might not get the growth and, and muscle structure, but you're going to have uh, a lot tastier, a lot healthier uh, end result. Yeah, you're, you know what you're putting into your body. Exactly. I mean, you truly do. Transparency is bigger than ever. It, it sure is, and, and we hope to uh, you know, keep that going and, and really show what, what is capable and what, what's possible out there with enough thought and uh, uh, due diligence and uh, you know, a lot of effort. Yeah, but when you get it, when you truly get it and understand, it's easy. It is. It really is. I mean, it right? makes sense from start to finish. It really does. I had the fortunate ability to have zero agriculture history. I grew up in the city, so I got to start outside the box, and that allowed me to say, this makes sense and this doesn't make sense. And then we're going to go with what makes sense. We're going to cultivate how nature already is. We're not going to fight it. We're not going to put cement floors. We're going to use what nature's provided, what they're used to, where they've grown up, and and just really work with that. Um, I think Controlling your own ecosystem is, is pretty big, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I, you know, in the five years we've been in the Black Forest, since we've been uh, developing and growing, the, the wildlife has, has flourished on our property. We have 10, 15 wild turkeys that come visit us every day. Our turkeys call, talk to them. They sit there on each side of the fence. Um, they know what's up. Yeah, absolutely. But 20 or 30 squirrels that are, appear out of nowhere. Uh, you know, you wake up at sunrise and there's birds chirping. Uh, just the amount of life on the 20 acres that we're at has, has grown exponentially just by introducing more life, more growth, more food, yeah. uh, you know, increasing the health and, and wellness of the environment. Nature is responding to your ethos. It is. It really is. We have uh, a flock of crows who live in the trees, and they chase off the hawks who come to the hawks and falcons, come eat the chickens. We have crows that get enough uh, grains and feed from 
the ground where they sit there and protect the property. Uh, it's really amazing to actually watch and see how this ecosystem develops over the years. And it just gives me more motivation that everything's going in the right path to keep going down this path and, uh, you know, really try to promote it for the, for the public. Yeah. How do you keep the outside world out of your, I mean, I, and I see that a lot. I see organic farming and, and um, I see the battles between the conventional farms and the non-conventional, which is the organic farming. Mm -hmm. um, I, and you, you got to think about, you know, where's your water supply coming from and mm -hmm. what's Farmer Joe doing up mm -hmm. the street Absolutely. from you? Mm -hmm. You know, you're downhill from that and, and the pesticides and, and other types of environmental things. How, mm -hmm. how do you take that 20 acres and keep it as pristine as you do? Or what methods and steps do you take? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, uh, the first step is, um, for, for us here in Colorado, is soil remediation. Um, the soil is high and dry, it doesn't have a lot of organic matter, so by starting with building the soil is the very basis of everything. From there, plants, wildlife, everything can flourish. Um, we do uh, rotational planting, uh, we're constantly, uh, every single month I'm just throwing uh, fresh cut alfalfa onto the ground just to try to increase the organic matter, let the pigs, you know, kick it into the ground, root it up. Um, there's really no way to keep the outside out. Mm -hmm. So you have to do your best to keep what you can control and what you're doing at the utmost integrity, integrity, yeah. the highest quality, the, 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 um, <clears throat> the, the best, um, Sort or best Great. combination, yeah. You know everything that you can do uh, to work together to to improve life. Um, There's uh, Michael Myers right there, 291, <laughs> documenting this momentous occasion. I, and you take such pride in what you do. And again, I think it comes easy for you because you don't know any different. Yeah, um, exactly. I was talking to a, a, a actually an Uber driver from Thailand who's looking forward to moving back to Thailand. He says, you know, <clears throat> anything you want. You want eggs? It's in your backyard. Mm -hmm. You want an animal? It's in your backyard. Mm -hmm. You want? And, and he, he he was the funniest guy ever. And I said, you know, well, what about your produce? It's in the backyard. That's what you want. I mean, it, truly, it, to, to know where your food comes from. So for folks like me, you, Little Ridge, yep. where we live in the city, and I can't do all that on my balcony. They probably wouldn't like that with the Homeowners <laughs> Association. But knowing there are guys like you, Blake, mm -hmm. and Rocky Mountain Organic Farms, to when I know that story, that this is the, the, the highest quality of all of the things that I believe in, and I look forward to eating it, and it tastes better. It does. I, you know, I'm probably a bit biased to my own product, but uh, you know, the I know the hard work, the effort, the the thought, and uh, everything that's gone into it. Um, you know, we start with the highest quality genetics. Uh, we feed them highest quality uh, organic whole grains straight from the farmer. We provide them with a very clean, uh, healthy environment, and all that together, you know, the the results are there. Um, you know. I've got a question for you. As a let's say as a chef, mm -hmm. uh, I've bought I've brought in some of your uh, pork. Mm -hmm. What can I expect to see? Is what is going to be the difference like from the the, the stove mm -hmm. from uh, cutting? What, what what am I going to see different? Well, uh, first of all, with the mangalitsa, the first thing you're going to notice is the uh, fat for one. They they were bred for their lard, for uh, pristine snow white lard. Um, 
because of that, that also allows them the uh, tremendous marbling, like the Kobe mm -hmm. or Wagyu, mm -hmm. uh, when done when correctly. Uh, the color of the muscle is going to be the first thing you're going to notice. It's a much deeper red than any other pork, and uh, that is just due to the genetics of the Magalitsa, the way it absorbs nutrients. And uh, I really personally think with our high altitude, um, that helps uh, red blood cell growth and oxygen. And I think that also improves on the uh, color and, and nutrient density in the meat. Um, we finish and feed our pigs with organic barley, which creates a much lower melting temperature of the fat. So you notice when you're handling it, your hands will get greasy. It'll feel like you have coconut oil or lotion on your hands. Mm -hmm. um, and so that'll be your second thing. Uh, when you cook it, it's because of that fat is extremely uh, unsaturated, very good. It is flammable. It's extremely flammable. Um, and then when you cook it, you're going to notice, because of all that wonderful marbling, muscle fibers have a almost a gap between them where the, the, the meat's just tender as can be. Tender, juicy. Tender and juicy, uh, absolutely. Flavor? The, the flavor is, is the final thing, which is, is uncomparable. Um, I've never had a pork product that was even close to uh, the flavor of the mangalitsa. The... That is the, the main thing that we've tried to also um, improve upon by increasing the uh, nutrition, increasing the mineral intake, uh, the healthy environment, all that allows the pigs to uh, be happier, healthier, and, and, and uh, that translates into higher quality meat product. Well, you said flavor, last thing. and I'll, I'll throw in one more that may be the last, last thing, peace of mind. Absolutely. Peace of mind, though. I, I like that. You know, you, you, you're not getting unwanted antibiotics. You're not getting unwanted hormones in there. You know, you can rest assured you're not going to grow boobs or your kids are going to... You know, th these things are serious. These are, these hormones that you don't know that are put in, it, hidden and masked in your meat in, yeah. in the name of flavor or mm -hmm. growth or... It's, it's, it's not needed. It's, it's not wanted. It's and, not. And it's a relatively new thing to our culture. Uh, here in America, that, um, that that that's what I would throw in as, as yeah. last but not least. I would agree 100%. Right. Yes, that's yeah. uh, a great final touch there. So so where do we jump in? Where do we get we, it? We want we want to get it. Where do we start? Well, uh, we will actually uh, starting in February. We will be um, selling through uh, Food Maven distribution. Great. Uh, down in the Springs, there's a restaurant uh, butcher shop that'll be opening in February called Beast and Brews and they will be carrying our products in their fresh butcher case and serving it in the restaurant. Um, and uh, we have uh, some more product available and looking for some, uh, if any other restaurants are uh, interested right now. I think a big thing right now, especially in this climate of helping each other help each other, is um, let's do a share. Oh, Chefs absolutely. out there, if you're looking to do a share with another chef or another restaurant, uh, this is the guy to get a hold of. Email address, website? Uh, Rocky Mountain Organic Farms at gmail.com and Rocky Mountain Organic Farms.com. I love it, man. Uh, nice truly. And easy. Rocky Mountain Organic Farms and Blake DeHuff. Uh, again, when I introduced him onto the show, it's just humble, sweet, classy, knows yeah. his stuff, and, yeah. and this is second nature to him. He's not trying at this. Uh, good job, man. Thank you. Thank great you very job. much for having me. Blake, you're a great guy. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate Anytime. it. Anything we can do for you. Love really to help. appreciate it, guys. Let's get some of that stuff into um, some of you modern eaters' mouths because yep. I think you'll appreciate it as much as we do. 
Um, Hiromi's coming up next, and it's uh, Soku Inburi. I, I think I did that fairly well. I don't know how good. If you say if you say it fast enough, you can get through it. You can get through it. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to, to talking to Hiromi next, right here, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search the Modern Eater or check out the website. TheModernEater.com Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. Need a break from holiday madness? Stop into Brews Beers. We make lots of badass Belgian-style beers, and for the holidays, we've cooked up some very special ones, including a saison fermented with beets, a gingerbread double, a figgy pudding brown ale, plus a Belgian chocolate stout, and of course, our Belgian-style champagne beer, brewed once a year and not to be missed. We're in the Midtown community at 67th and Pecos. And if you're looking for some great holiday gift ideas, we've got those too. Cool brewery apparel, limited bottlings of small batch brews, and special gift boxes. And then there's the ultimate beer experience, a 10-day beer tour of Belgium this coming May. Don't forget to stock up on beers for your holiday parties at Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Come on in, bring your dog, and experience some Belgian-style badassery. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully source spices and herbs, enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, Look us up online at SojournerBeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. My name is Chef Keegan Gerhardt, owner of D-Bar, and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. I saw Chef Keegan Gerhardt last night, and um, he wouldn't tell me much, but he was working on a new project. Really? I saw some designs for something. So are you talking restaurant or new? new I think it's a restaurant. I don't know what it is. I mean, it could have been a, you know, a coloring studio. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was, but it was good. Colorado Springs, a lot of great people down there. And, oh, uh, the, the Chefs Association in Colorado Springs. The ACF, the Pikes Peak chapter is so strong. The, the Colorado Springs, just the culinary community, is on a, an explosion. And, and I'm not, not going to say it started with Brother, but he certainly put gas on the fire. Yeah. No doubt about that. And I'm, should. I'm going down there tomorrow night for yeah. their uh, awards dinner. Are you really? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you you want to come? Report back. Want to come tomorrow back? Tomorrow night? Yeah, yeah, I'm going. I'm going with you. Yeah, they've got a great chapter. Here she is. 
the woman right now and uh, welcome her. I don't know if she's been, I don't think she has, but this is a first timer right here. So Hiromi Fosi, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's good Thank to you have for you having here. me. You have such a nice smile. <laughs> Get that on Facebook. You got to see that. She's it a is. sweetheart. It's front row and center, Facebook Live. She's always smiling, glowing. It's because awesome. I get to eat all the time. It's nice. <laughs> I'm going to give a run at this uh, Sokuen Buri. Very good. Ah, close? close very close. Give me very close. Sokuen Buri. Buri. Um, brother was trying to school me on how to say <laughs> that. He was like, uh, kind of say booty, yes. but don't. Similar. <laughs> similar. Similar to that. Yeah, it's a little similar. And tell me, is, does that, is that fatty yellowtail? What's it's, it's one way to call it. Another way we've been saying is it's a big brother to yellowtail. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the life cycle of the fish, um, you have yellowtail, hamachi, which everybody's familiar sure. with. And then actually if you continue to grow the fish, so then it becomes the big brother, sure. it actually becomes buri. Um, another name is Japanese amberjack, but what we're finding is that when we say that, people start getting it confused with Gulf amberjack, and it's such a completely different fish. Um, one of the other chefs we work with, he's, he calls it fatty yellowtail. We're like, well, that works as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or a big brother. I like that. I like that. And I'll remember it, too. I love learning, Little Rich, learning about these things. How'd you get into the business? Um, believe it or not, I was actually laid off, and so I was job hunting, and I met up with my current boss, Sam, a uh, fabulous guy, you'll hopefully meet him sometime, um, on through LinkedIn, and they were looking for somebody. Um, this company has actually uh, was established in Japan in 2015, so they've been selling the booty in Japan for since 2015. Uh, and then they decide that they wanted to expand internationally. Um, Sam was brought on board because he has a lot of contacts in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was hired on to be the, well, right now I'm the only U.S. person. Nice. Um, you, you travel a lot? Nice. Um, a little bit. A little um, bit. We've been trying to focus. Uh, the last year we were more focused on the Midwest area. Gotcha. Um, I think this year we're going to really start expanding and looking at more of the coastal areas as well as just, you know, not just Colorado and Texas, but, um, you know, I have a trip this next week in, in California where I think there's a lot more opportunity. To yeah, as we're a landlocked state, obviously, exactly. you yeah, go, exactly. you work your way in because who needs it the most? <laughs> we, uh, do. we do. Yes, we, we do. do. Yes. And, and, and keep it coming because, um, I mean, first of all, brothers endorsement and those partnerships are integral yes. to be able to have. But yeah. brothers endorsement, especially with his travels, yes. um, he's, he's yeah. done a lot of, is, it comes in highest regards. Yes. It's been fantastic working with brother. He's had actually had the opportunity to use the fish um, and, you know, have presented and cook with it in different ways uh, for like the last two years. Um, we've had a, a lot of great opportunities to partner with him as well. We did the Aspen Food and Wine Classic last year with him and had great success in, in at least introducing the fish to a, a greater audience than is familiar with it. So Yeah. yeah. Got to get Nobu on board. Oh, yes, I know. He did, we, did, uh, we did sample it down at Matsuhisa, Denver, believe it or not. In Cherry Creek? Yes. Remember when we yeah. took brother out there? Uh, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, when you looked at your bank statement, you some remember, of it. don't you? <laughs> well, we were celebrating. That was a fun evening. It was a fun evening. We all had just left the ACF, yeah. or uh, no, Colorado Restaurant Association yeah. Awards. Yeah. I live across the street from Matsuhisa oh, nice. in Cherry Creek. So okay. I, I, I love going there, but I uh, judiciously go. My, um, because um, you can get carried away. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we did. Keep it coming. <laughs> we, we truly did. The uh, executive chef and I actually used to work together years ago at Sushitora. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know that till I showed up there and I went to say hello and he's like, hi, Hiromi. And I was like, 
cool. You don't yeah. have any hair. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so when we look at, and, and we have a pretty big base of folks that are industry folks, um, mm-hmm. maybe listening going, well, I want to be like brother. Yes. Yeah. How, How do I do I, this? Can, yes. can other people be like brother? Yes, absolutely. We'd love you to sample the fish. I mean, uh, right now we have uh, what brother uses is frozen fillets, and we have those in L.A., um, that, but we do distribute it throughout the U.S., um, and it's especially vacuum sealed and proprietary packaging, so as long as you store it properly, it stays fresh for up to two years. Uh, we also just started experimenting with bringing in fresh samples of the booty, um, for, you know, some restaurants, like Matsuhi said, they only use fresh fish, sure. right? Um, we are also looking at bringing in our sea bream, which is madai, and shimaji, which is uh, striped mackerel, um, as well this coming year. Because, you know, that it's it's really great fish. I think one of the biggest sellers about this fish is the fact that we work together with Kindai University. Um, they're actually global pioneers in aquaculture technologies. Um, so a lot of people, if you talk to them about like aquaculture and sustainability, you mentioned Kingdai University, mm-hmm. they are immediately familiar with them because they're such highly uh, respected and regarded in terms of their um, knowledge and um, their techniques. So, Jay, make a note of them. I want to <laughs> talk to them. That's the type of stuff I love. Yes. And, you know, now uh, we are actually... Uh, our fish is actually 100% sustainable, meaning that we, you know, get the fish together, we we breed them and raise them from egg all the way to the fish. Um, with the booty, it is a two-year cycle, so it does take a little bit of time to grow the fish to its appropriate size. Um, they're raised in open net farms out on the coast of Shirahama, which is down south in the Wakayama Prefecture. So uh, if you think about where Osaka is in in relation to Tokyo, it's down, it's a little bit further south. Okay. Man, she yeah. is just knocking this out of the park. Listen, we don't even have to ask questions. Just stand here. Yeah, if your boss is listening, you got you got a good one here. I yeah. should get a raise, right? Yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn served you well, sir. Uh, appreciate it. And then you can always say, I need I need to go back and make sure the quality controls. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we have a great processing facility located in Chingu. That's where our company is and our headquarters are. And we have a state of a, a art facility. Um, it's all eco-friendly and very clean. Obviously, HACCP, you know, certified mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it is sustainably certified according to the SCSA, which is a Japanese version of sustainability, um, but it's been verified by a third party. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the Covered biggest... all the bases. <laughs> hey, hey, boss, if you're listening, we'd love to have the modern eater there for a tour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we would love to have you come uh, out. Well, I'd, yeah. I'd like that, too. I mean, yeah, the... What do you think, Jay? You think you could pack the gear <laughs> up and uh, we go out there? Uh, well, here's we, the thing. We <laughs> have a kitchen there I, at our we company. Are in Japan? Yes. Okay, I need a jet ski <laughs> and uh, a lot of Because uh, he won't fly. No airplanes for me. Definitely not to Japan. You could take a boat. It might take a while. Give me the heads up. I'll leave a month before you guys. We should, <laughs> and we'll we should show up at the same time. Right. So I, I'm ready to try. I want to get some fish. How do I get in touch with you? Where do I start? Um, well, we have, well, you could, if you want to, you could talk to brother. But we do have a Facebook page. We're also on Instagram. Okay. Um, so if, if you, if you, you should be able to look up Shokuen um, and find our website. How do you spell that uh, S- for our listeners? Oh. Shoku is S-H-O-K-U uh, and then N-E-N. And booty. Um, if not, you could Google me, <laughs> and I'll show up. I live here in Lafayette, Colorado. Do you have an email? Uh, 
Uh, yes, I do. It's kind of long, though. Is it? Yeah. Well, so it's a Japanese address, so I so don't know. I'll tell you what. If people want to get a hold of us at um, themoderneater at gmail.com, we'll pass along the information Yes, that would be fabulous. Absolutely. Yes, because we have it available right now. Um, we are working on getting it fresh, if you prefer fresh. Um, but if not, I would love to get you a sample of the frozen. We've got the fillets, and we also have loin cuts, so two different options to try. Perfect. Um, you know, one thing that's great about the frozen fillet is um, you can get 85% uh, yield out of one fillet. Oh, if, wow. Yes, yeah, you yes. brought some of those in. Uh-huh. We had some sashimi, yes, I think, that uh, Chino the, made. Yes, yes, that was I uh, saw the booty. That was the booty. That was. Yes, okay. yes. So, yeah. I'll tell you what, these are the cool stories that we love to tell. And Hiromi, thank you so much for appearing on the oh, show this you. evening. Thank you for having me. Come so again. Much. Are you I'm, enjoying yourself Oh, here? yes. I'm excited to eat the cake. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited to eat the cake. I wanted to put the show on hold just so I could eat these delicious yeah. dumplings. Uh, so thanks again, Hiromi. Okay, I thank you for having it. me. All right, really beer time coming up right. next. And uh, Josh Mater and Fossil Craft Beer. That's going to be cool. We'll do that next right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Do you have the goods? If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Do you love a great sandwich? How about wood oven roasted vegetables on multigrain bread with rosemary mayo and olives? Vegan and certified gluten-free. Or for the meat lover, try one of their most popular menu items, the Paleo Bowl. With house-smoked pork, wood oven roasted veggies, two sunny-side-up eggs, and Indonesian sambal sauce. It's delicious. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two happy hours daily, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They're family and children-friendly, and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant, offering a wide menu of gluten-free and vegan options. And they don't forget about meat lovers, with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? thegoodsrestaurant.com. Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a Le Cordon Bleu trained chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson 
Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. All right, let's do this. We'll be back to Studio Kitchen Colorado in a minute and Fossil Beer Company. Um, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, I can't say enough about the man. He cares so much about the community, and he has a great business installing custom tap lines and doing the maintenance on them and what, as well. Um, I, when I say Jeff Rourke, you want an A-plus on your report card, you truly do because tap systems are so vital, whether it's your glycol system, uh, the temperature that's coming out, uh, more and more these days when you see uh, a few miles on a restaurant or a bar and you start pouring inefficient beer, what do you start doing? You start pouring, pouring your, money your money down, down the, the drain. drain. <laughs> Don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions because he's going to make sure you get that A-plus report card. Uh, Jeff Work in A-Plus Beverage Solutions, making tap dreams reality, truly does. Tap 14, go look at the, their layout. They've got um, delicious Colorado craft beer pouring through there, and I know the breweries and the brewers appreciate it when that beer tastes just like they intended it to be poured. So uh, just give them a call, 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809, it's Jeff Rourke. And A-plus beverage solutions. <clears throat> My name's Alex Seidel. I'm from Fruition Restaurant, Mercantile Restaurant. You are listening to us on Monardiner on iHeartRadio. All right, let's do it. Me and uh, Little Rich Snyder, we're driving the ship tonight. Jay Parker's on our side, and Brian Freeman, he's uh, doing a little something with the kids tonight, man. I hope you're doing good tonight, Brian. Uh, as we continue down the final home stretch here, uh, here's a good one because uh, Josh Mader and Harley Tessman are here from Fossil Craft Beer Company. Uh, gentlemen, first appearance, and welcome to the Modern Eater Show. Yeah, thanks, guys, for having us. Come yeah, on, thank you. Thanks for taking the trip. Yeah, man. Up from the Springs. Not too bad. Let's start there. What's up with the business? Well, you know, we're going into our fifth year. Um, Congratulations. Been around for the Springs. It's kind of a, we're kind of the old guys almost. Um, I like it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we got a lot of plans for 2019. Um, we've been growing kind of steadily. Uh, we're going to be doubling our space here, doing, adding some, you know, capacity and stuff. So uh, 2019 looks like a good year for us, and and we're here. What do you do there? Are you the, you know, you go around and you make sure everything's cleaned up at the end of the night? And Pretty much. When you're the owner, you're just yeah. like, hey, well, there's nothing I don't do. Yep, we're, I'm the owner brewer, so I'll, that means I'm the janitor. Yep, janitor. Um, Mostly what I do is clean. Yeah, bill collector. Yep, bill collector. <laughs> where did, where did Fossil come from? Uh, so it's a regional name. Uh, we're located just down the hill from Fossil Beds in Florissant. And then uh, with the Garden of the Gods having uh, multiple and Red Rocks having multiple um, fossils through it, it's kind of a just just where we're at. You're making delicious beer. And Thanks, somehow guys. I have a, just a sneaking suspicion that Harley, you might take a part in that. I do. Um, yeah, the, the beer that we're cracking open right now, we actually brewed with Brother uh, and his staff, and uh, Brother and I have been friends for a while, so it... Ooh, good color so, on it. Those, a- absolutely. Those collabs are cool. Yeah. Well, it is. I think this is kind of one of the first uh, brewery-restaurant collabs yeah. that have taken place, so, uh, you know, it's always brewery-brewery, multiple breweries, so it's kind of a, a rare thing, so it's kind of very unique. Yeah. Uh, it's a great thing, but yeah, I, I, I brew Josh, and uh, we... We basically spend our days cleaning. So, uh, so beer is food. Let's face it. Absolutely. Right? And you get someone like Brother Luck. Did he want it to be able to pair? Did he want it to enhance his 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 menu, which is fantastic? Or what was the notion behind that collaboration? Yeah, I think maybe a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, this yep. this uh, concoction is 
is a jam that they actually use in, in four. Um, and they put it on a, a cornbread dish. Um, it just pairs really well with the sour. When we got together with their staff, we were like, what's the best beer we can make? And they were like, well, we make this jam. And I was like, well, jam goes really well with sour. So, um, but, it, but that collab started as uh, we're going to make an IPA, and we eventually worked it down to what they really wanted to focus on what makes four uh, unique. And after probably 20, 30 minutes of just spitballing, we came up with it should be a kettle sour. We should we should flavor it with the whole hoppy jam that they use. And it turned out fantastic. Home run, boy. Absolutely. Home run. Thanks. Uh, you, you're talking, there's a little bit of a dichotomy between Denver, Colorado Springs. It's really not that far, truly. Oh, no. Uh, this broadcast, we reach, I mean, way, oh, the whole front range, way down south. So we'll probably have some Colorado Springs listeners. But truly a base in Denver here is give that pitch, you know. Why make the trip? Or when you're in Colorado Springs, what, what do you got for the, the folks out here that love craft beer? Sure. I mean, um, every year we're a little bit closer. That gap gets a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Um, we're up to just over 30 breweries now in the springs. There's some really good beer. Um, and, and there's people like Brother making fantastic food. So um, you can make a night of it. A lot of us are within just a mile or two of each other. So um, plus there's, I mean, if you love hiking, Colorado Springs is your place. I have a feeling if you head on down to Fossil Craft Beer that um, you'll see Josh and Tarly. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're there, right? I, it's, there. it's a labor of love. Mm-hmm. Uh, you love what you do, and, and that's the easy part. You know, after when you're into it for five years, it's like, well, we're still here. No nope. turning back now. Yeah, uh, we're, let, in, let's, we're invested. Let, how, do you, how do you keep kicking that rock down the road? Um, that's kind of the beauty of the beer industry. It's just it's ever-evolving people. Mm-hmm. I mean, the more people turn on the craft beer, the more their palate enhances and changes. It's, uh, it's seasonal. I mean, we just kind of whatever whatever we're feeling. In fact, we were trying some of that uh, Buddha's hand or whatever you yeah, call it, uh-huh. and we were like, this would make a fantastic beer. Oh, it's um, the aromatics out of that alone would yeah. enhance a beer. So, you know, the front end of that. Don't don't say that on the radio because <laughs> now someone else is going to do it. It's okay. <laughs> uh, the people aren't that ambitious. But they, I mean, you never know. <laughs> you never know. know. Yeah. We will. You'll beat them to. We the said it first. Yeah, that's we right. Said it first. Right here. That right here. Um, guys, projects and 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 breweries. I know that you kind of live and die by your tap room. Uh, that's the model for craft beers. I mean, distribution, love that. Right? But you've got to be able to cultivate the base in the neighborhood. Do you have a good neighborhood base around you? Absolutely. Our, I mean, you'll have people time and time again say that Fossil Craft Beer, uh, like our tap room, is the West Side Hangout. It is the West Side Cheers. Uh, you know, people come in, and we, we don't have TVs. We just play, play music, so people talk. Uh, if you're sitting at the bar and you're on your phone, people come in and they'll look at you like, why are you sitting in a spot where I could be and yeah. talking to my friends? Yeah. And so I love that concept because – so yeah. Horse and Dragon in, in uh, Fort Collins, mm-hmm. same thing. You go in and you're not seeing TVs. You're seeing games. You're seeing people, community. Yep. Get off your phones. Yep. Uh, have a pint. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not Ooh. uncommon in that place to, for us to know everyone in the entire place. Absolutely. Like first names. It's uh, – it's a unique community, and uh, it's kind of what we've fostered. I mean, it's what we've wanted. How many flavors do you have on your faucets down there? Uh, so we keep eight. Normally, we're bumping up to um, 14 this year. Uh, but we rotate. We have four that are on all the time, and then four we rotate um, kind of seasonally. Whatever we want to brew that day, um, whatever yeah. we've had, tried lately, it's kind of 
Those are our whatever. Who put yeah. your tap system? Yeah, down. if you ever want to add some lines, <laughs> Jeff Rourke, Game yes. Plus Beverage I'll be Solutions. Ca- I'll be calling him. Yeah. The guy's great, man. Here, 720 <laughs> 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. And that's what it's about. I mean, as much as you can, Colorado community, uh, even when it comes down to sourcing. And, and, pro- and I don't know what you do as far as produce goes or anything else, but growers organic. I mean, we can get you stuff down there, some good organic produce, some one-off stuff. Um, I think it's appreciated in the brewing community as we enter into a, a, a new realm of the future and you see guys like Charlie Papazian stepping down from the Brewers Association. And, I mean, really the godfather of, of craft beer. Sure. What, what yeah. people learn from um, that gentleman. But yeah, he's it, the man. It, yeah, it's up to folks <laughs> like, like you and Harley to uh, let's, let's, keep, let's keep it going. Let's mm. keep being innovative. Let's, yep. let's keep thinking and, and let's, um, let's take that 10% of this huge market <laughs> and 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 broaden our capabilities and it's going to be us banding together sure. uh, and, and making that happen you guys final notes and, and thoughts on on just um fossil and and i'm uh, listen i little rich you and i we we really don't like to talk about places that we haven't been to yet because mm-hmm. we want to get that feel but you're on our field trip. We're going to be down there on February 2nd. So oh, nice. we'd like right to on. see you there on Saturday, February yeah. 2nd. We'll yeah, be we'll at, at 4 by Brother Luck, but we're going to stop by the tap room. Awesome. Yeah, we look great. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and good to look. Um, the world's opened up a little bit here in Colorado with um, full-strength booze on the shelves of, of supermarkets. Is that something you guys are looking to get into to try and get a little bit of positioning or shelf space? Um, for us, we're still kind of under the under the radar of that we just don't have the capacity. Um, in the future, it does offer some opportunities, um, but I think we would probably focus on the on the little mom and pop type. I love stores. it. That was the answer I wanted to hear. Good for you guys. That's, blessings. That's where we want to be. Blessings. I'd say, uh, um, you know, good luck. But I'm going to say continued success. Thank Thanks. you. Love Thank it you. so much. Yeah, Thank thanks, you guys. guys. Josh and Harley. There we go. Fossil. Uh, I'm I just going to say this real quick. 6'8". 10. 10. Oh, six, 10. People aren't made that yeah, big. He's as tall as he looks in the, in the I'm, face. I'm squatting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, thought, squatting. I thought I was going to get I, I did have one quick question. Sure. I know no, we got to break. Harley's I know we got to break. You, you talked about <laughs> Cheers. Uh, you're kind of like the neighborhood Cheers. Sure. Uh-huh. So which one of you is Norm and which one of you is Sam? They probably don't even understand that reference. No, a I, I would say, Have you ever watched be. Cheers? Could be. <laughs> I'd say he's probably Sam. He's the guy slinging, and I'm the guy at the end of the bar that you don't really realize I'm, I work there. But I most like of the it. time, people think I own the brewery because I have the beard and the tattoos. Yeah. And I'll be like, no, it's actually Josh. Yeah. And people will give me a blank stare like, are you sure? And I'm like, I swear, it's, it's him. It's, so. On that note, cheers. Cheers, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. All right. Distillery 291 coming up next. Without further ado, we'll break. Come right back. Michael Myers and Philip Raleigh on deck right here at Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water. 
leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, Colorado chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweety. Booze in the news, all the booze news you can use right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Greg back, Rich Schneider. Jay Parker, Brian Freeman with the night off, and two of these guys, I'm telling you, it's just, I love their story. I've followed it for a long time. Um, we've met like a few years back, and um, it was so funny. I was looking over at the board, and that was my fault. It, it, Michael Myers, I put an unwanted E in your name. <laughs> and an unwanted L in Phillips' name. <laughs> Phillips? But, but I do that often. Phillips, Raleigh. Phillips. So he was sorry. he was writing with an accent, a mental <laughs> accent tonight. <laughs> I, I get thinking about the show and Michael Myers and uh, Philip Raleigh. First of all, welcome back to the show, guys. Thank you for having so us. So good to have you. Thank you so much. Yeah, last time I saw you was a four by Brother Luck, it I was, believe. Yeah. Or maybe the Broadmoor. Or... We did the chef's dinner at the Broadmoor as well, both yeah. of them. Michael, I think it was back in studio at iHeartRadio when I saw you. It was. Or, it's been a little while. Yeah, or maybe even back at the distillery. We oh, took right. that out. Things we took come the tour a long way. We did, yeah. yeah. If there's anybody that understands um, scratching and clawing, building a business, when you see Studio Kitchen as we scratch and we claw and we put together with, with what we have, uh, you understand that. I do. And you're killing it. This is awesome. This is an amazing you, th- space event. It's nice to be here. Appreciate it. You know, Brother Luck. We love Brother Luck. Right. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's it's really nice to be here and, and drinking whiskey and um, being with friends. Yeah. There's a lot of people in the background. And yeah. It's yeah. really nice. Past life photographer. Uh, yes, I was a fashion beauty photographer in New York. Yeah. And um, now I make whiskey. 
uh, world's best rye whiskey 2018. Congratulations. You know, and then our bourbon's killing it. And I actually one award that I won uh, in November was uh, a bottle design award. So um, I won a master award from the spirit business out of London for the design of a special bottle we did. Oh, we're drinking. Cheers. 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 Um, and so that was a really nice award because of my background and where I come from. Mm-hmm. So to want to win a, an award um, for design. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of cool. Yeah. Kudos. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a, the story is stuck in my brain of uh, again your humble beginnings and the, the button story. Pushing oh, the push, button. Pushing the button. Yeah. You mind? Uh, no. So. Um, my first distillery was 300 square feet, and I had a I had a home generator, a steam generator for home use, uh, heating all, boiling everything for me. Everything had a, a copper coil in it, and so the first time I turned it on, I hit the button, turned it on, steam came out, went in, the coil was heating stuff up. We're in business. About an hour later, it kind of cut off. What? And then um, push the button, it came back on. I'm like, great, we're back in business. Here we go. Heating up. About an hour later, it cut off. I'm like, oh, my God, it's got an automatic off on it. Listen so to this, Richie. You're going to love for this. For my still runs at the time were 15-hour runs. So every 45 minutes, I had to reset that button. And I'd run out, sell whiskey, come back and reset that button. I'd go home, cook dinner, come back, reset the button, oh. go home and eat dinner. Um, yeah, so I pushed that button for two and a half years. Crazy. <laughs> the things you do when you're starting up. Yep. The you make, you do you make you, it work. But you, you know what's, what's fun? Those hard struggles make it that much sweeter at the backside. I think so. Those I are the funnest so. moments. Like, they, remember when we were doing this? Yeah. And I have people that come up to me, not that often, but quite often, where they they were in that 300 square foot space, they remember me pushing the button, <laughs> and that's what's awesome. Yeah. I mean, where is that button today? It is actually in our storage unit. <laughs> it should be a medallion <laughs> hanging be. from it your chest. Be. You know, it, it's but got it, a purpose for later. <laughs> it does. So it, it's it's for our museum in the future. Yeah. So, so here we are down in, in truly when you walk into Distillery 291 in, in um, Colorado Springs, you, you walk in and all of a sudden you're, you, you've kind of trans- transgressed into a different era um, with that beautiful bar that you have and just that Thank real you. feel. Um, and here comes this strapping young man that walks in with a cowboy hat. His name's <laughs> Philip Raleigh and I met him for the first time and his energy just, it, 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 it exuded into the room. and. It was the first first time I had the pleasure of meeting you, and from there it was every time I see you, I can't wait. And <laughs> and you know, at the time you were kind of the brand ambassador. You were just kind of getting your footing yep. with, with with how it was going there, and you, to see you flourish, Philip, in in a product that you you have to believe. I mean, the best part is I get to tell Michael's story every day. It's yeah. such an amazing story, and we have a philosophy just to come in and make the best whiskey every day. And I get to sell that. I get to be a part of a story and telling it. And we have an amazing friendship, which is also just really cool outside of just 
pushing the whiskey. It's sure. telling his story and his life, and it's been able to bring me all over the world and talking about his whiskey and sharing his story. Let's give the best two minutes in broadcasting that we have left, the growth from the button to now. Can you give us the state of the state? Uh, the state of the state. It's amazing. Philip sells all my whiskeys. It's amazing what he's done with the whiskey. And um, we are we are uh, 20% over our numbers this year. Um, we are growing like crazy. We are looking for a new space at the moment because our lease is coming up where we are. Um, and, and, and excited. And we're looking. Our projections are huge mm-hmm. for next year. But I remember last January being there going, oh, my God, we got to do what in December? Mm-hmm. And, and he crushed it. And um, it's just really well. We have amazing support from everybody in Colorado. Um, I, you we know, couldn't do it without our Springs family. They have supported us and just yeah. pushed us. And, and Colorado in general, the mountains, everybody. Yeah. And we're just expanding more and more. This year we brought on a salesperson for the mountain towns. And so now we're getting into the mountains, and um, and then we're doing a little UK stuff. We're doing um, some other states. We're getting ready to open Texas. We and call it dabbling. Yes, <laughs> we're dabbling. <laughs> we're doing a little dabbling. But but your base is strong. But Colorado yeah. keeps sucking all our whiskey, and so we couldn't open Texas because yep. we ran out of our rye this yeah, year. Keep it here, and Michael, I keep love it, it here. We are. Uh, you guys like Brother Luck. Yep. So fantastic. His restaurant supports us. I know, fully. So and and we, it was special to us to have you join us here this evening, making the trip up. And as we continue to grow and grow together, these are the stories that I love to tell. Time here. Thank you so it's much. It's nice to be here. You thank guys you very much. I think the world of both of you two gentlemen. Uh, brother you. Luck, thank you so much. Let's hear it for Chef Brother Luck. All right, Woo. brother. As we close out the show, we'll bring you back another show next Saturday night. You know we will, Richie. It, and it'll be better than ever. The Culinary Church is wrapping up right now. Thank you to all of our guests and sponsors. Couldn't do it without you. And we look forward to 2019 with you. Back here next week from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, the Modern Eater.